At Operation Tango Romeo, we are on a mission to save lives and relieve pain by making peer support for post-traumatic stress disorder easily accessible. With a vision of a world where finding help and support is simple and the path to recovery is clear. I am your OPSO, Mark Meinke, and this is Operation Tango Romeo, the Trauma Recovery Podcast. And this is Operation Tango Romeo, the Trauma Recovery Podcast, sponsored today by the Veterans Association Food Bank in Calgary. That's right, veterans need food banks too. Uh, One of the problems with PTSD is it can make you so that you cannot function at a level you're normally functioning at and can go all the way to homelessness and, of course, suicide. So the Veterans Association Food Bank is there for veterans who, for reasons of trauma, most often, they need some help with food in the kitchen. So the Veterans Association Food Bank, they are there for you and... If you know anybody that needs it, please get them to the Veterans Association Food Bank. And of course, this is a free sponsorship. They are not paying me to say that. Okay, so today on the show, we are doing something that is very important. We're going to be talking about the collateral damage of trauma. The title of this topic is Trauma Has an Echo. Trauma Has an Echo. So this means a few different things. First of all, if you have been injured by trauma, you have a operational stress injury of some sort, chances are pretty good you are exhibiting signs and symptoms of that. And those signs and symptoms hurt those around you invariably. Those signs and symptoms tend to cause unemployment because it's really difficult to hold a job because you tend to get fired for being confrontational often, or ends a marriage, or alienates children. Overall, it just sucks for your life uh, because there is so much impact on every aspect of your life, your ability to generate an income, your ability to be fully functioning. It is a bitch. So this echo of trauma works in two different ways. First, the symptoms that you exhibit that have an impact on people tend to be reflected reflected back to you. That's the trauma has an echo. And one of the weird things about PTSD is that it creates blind spots and people don't know that they have it. They don't realize that their own behavior is actually the problem, that they are the problem, that they're the ones being an asshole. And until you get to the point where you realize, oh, geez, that is on me. I am the asshole. Until you get to that point, you're not going to realize that you need help, so you won't reach out for help. And here's a little story about trauma having an echo. I'd already started in therapy uh, a couple few years ago and was already going down this path. Remembrance Day for many veterans is a rough day. It's a tough day on a good year. It's a tough day. And actually, my grandfather, World War II veteran, passed away on Remembrance Day, on November 11th. He was getting ready to go to a ceremony. It was uh, a lot of snow in the car. 
And as he's clearing the snow off the car, he had a heart attack and died, slumped over the car. World War II veteran. And my father tells me that Grandpa always had a tough time on Remembrance Day. And this is something that now I understand because it's a rough day. It's a high anxiety day for a great many of us because it's not just remembering people that you've never met. It's remembering your own friends that are dead, of which that is a long list for many of us. So Remembrance Day, and I'm packing up my kids to take them to a Remembrance Day ceremony. My wife's coming into the car and uh, walking on eggshells already because I'm already pretty amped up because it's Remembrance Day. We get into the car, and as we're getting in the car and I'm on mission to get us there safely, I start looking around and the car was kind of disheveled. It was all, things were not where they're supposed to be inside the car. There was something wrong. And I realized, oh Christ, I forgot to lock the car last night. And somebody lifted the door handle and helped themselves and rummaged through my car. My car had been broken into the night, sometime during the night. When I realized that, and also the two, three hundred bucks worth of stuff that was stolen, when I realized that, on top of it being Remembrance Day, I popped. I popped big. And it was just overwhelming, and I started punching the steering wheel as hard as I absolutely could with a few explicatives just to vent, to get through that moment. And as I'm pounding away on my steering wheel and eventually get a grip on myself, take a couple of breaths, and I thought, okay, well, that was unfortunate that I just had a blow-up, but what's the big deal? The only thing I'm hurting is my steering wheel and my fist. That's it. No big deal. Of course, it's silent in the car now. My children are silent. My wife is silent. And off we go to Remembrance Day. My wife is a little bit quiet during the entire ceremony, like more than normal, as are my kids and kind of avoiding me a little bit. For the next three or four days, my wife was quite quiet because what is normal in the veteran world and first responder world, a little blowout like that once in a while, we see it amongst each other and we just think, oh, okay, right on. You, you done now? Okay, we're good. And we move on and it's just no big deal. But that's not how the rest of the world sees a blowout like that. The rest of the world sees a blowout like that and they think, I don't know what they think, but I know that they feel very, very uncomfortable. It is actually creating a traumatic event. It's known as secondary trauma. Secondary trauma. So now it's them who, who is affected because of the signs and symptoms of my own trauma. The sense of feeling overwhelmed, a massively violent, angry outburst that I didn't see as violent because... I took it out in the car. So what? Car doesn't mind. It'll forgive me. But it's extremely upsetting to the witnesses of a blowout like that. And that is secondary trauma. If you've ever had a blowout and you don't think it affects the people around you, you are mistaken. And if you do it in front of children, 
They learn through modeling. So now they've just learned that when you're upset, it's okay to have a complete meltdown, to punch something and to swear and to yell. Because that's what you're modeling. That's how you're teaching them to respond to a tough situation when you're just overwhelmed. And that is trauma has an echo. If this is familiar to you, I'm sorry to break it to you, but you need help. Because it's not okay. It's affecting more than just yourself or the item that you happen to be punching. If you have some holes in the drywall from your fists or dents on the car, you need help because it's hurting the people around you. And I'm telling you, and I will say this probably on every broadcast, healing happens. Healing happens. I am not that guy anymore. It took a couple of years, and it's a hell of a lot of hard work. And it is a mountain that is not easy to climb, but you can climb it. It's like eating an elephant. you got to do it one bite at a time. You can't do it all at once, and there are no silver bullets or post-traumatic stress disorder, operational stress injuries, or whatever the hell you want to call it. There's no silver bullet. There is nothing ahead except hard work to get it fixed. But it can be fixed. You need professional therapy, and you need to stick to it consistently. And then you're good to go. You're able to function in a way that does not harm those around you. I'm your OPSO, Mark Meinke, and this is Operation Tango Romeo. Please share. At Operation Tango Romeo, we are on a mission to save lives and relieve pain by making peer support for post-traumatic stress disorder easily accessible with a vision of a world where finding help and support is simple and the path to recovery is clear. I am your OPSO, Mark Meinke, and this is Operation Tango Romeo, the Trauma Recovery Podcast. 